All right, welcome to FFC Top Three, a show where we your FFC blah 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 bloopers for the liberal. I can't even say bloopers. Yep, it's okay. And English again. is a thing. Yes, we can have a blooper roll. It's fine. I was trying to do like a drifter opening, but that's not <laughs> happening. Welcome to FFC Top Three, a show where we, your FFC hosts, count things down from three to number one. Thank you for joining us this week. If you have a suggestion, you can shoot it over to us through the interwebs. If you want to send it by carrier pigeon, I can't guarantee it'll get there, but if it does, Blue will feed it some bird seed. <laughs> this week. <laughs> Still waiting for that one <laughs> for the from last like it was it last month. We'll send it by pigeon. Okay. Good yeah. luck. The owl. What is oh, it? The owl post. Owl post. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No. This week we're talking about top three games we wish we had played or had time to play or just top three games we've missed as far as Blue and I because it's just the two of us tonight. So. As always, we're going to have Blue go first. I'm going to go last, just like every week. Blue, what is your number three games you wish you had played? Yeah, so my number three is one that I'm trying to actually... I'm, I'm actually trying to chip my way in through it, is Witcher 3. Um, I missed out on Witcher 2, but I, I didn't put it on there. Like, I love the Witcher 2 story arc. It's really great. Um mm-hmm. I was not a big fan. Like, my biggest thing with games is actually... The biggest thing that gets in the way is, A, time. I don't have a lot of free yeah. time. But also, I am I have become very picky about mechanics. Like, if, I, if, it's, if it's a mechanic that I'm just... I'm not feeling it, my... And it goes back to my first thing, time. My time is so limited that I just... I've gotten to be... I've gotten into a really bad habit. And I don't even know if it's a bad habit. But I've gotten into a habit of, like, if I get... I'll give a game, like, 30 minutes. And if I'm just, like not feeling the mechanics i just i'm like look i'll read the story and i'll I'll watch cutscenes. like i'll watch the you know the, they'll do the cutscene movies on youtube and stuff but i just won't yeah. play it like i'm just like i'm not i have no inter- i don't have time to grind through games anymore um and so witcher 2 was kind of in that regard i i wasn't i wasn't feeling the mechanics of witcher 2 uh so i didn't really and like the story is amazing uh the story is awesome uh witcher 3 mm-hmm. came out looks amazing uh you know it looks awesome uh and i finally it finally came up on xbox game pass which xbox game pass has done huge favors because you can actually download the games and just try them and there's like no guilt because you're not paying like 60 dollars to try out a game that you could not like uh right so that's actually that's actually made my list actually it was really hard to put the list together because all the games that i would have put on here i've already actually tried because of the Xbox mm-hmm. Game Pass. Uh, so Witcher 3 came up, I think it was like a month or two ago, and I downloaded it, and I I just started I just started it up like last week. So it's like, it's in that gray area of like, I still haven't, I, I would consider not having have played it yet, but I am chipping away at it. But that is, it is one that is on the list for sure. And I mean, the mechanics are, for anyone out there who hasn't played it yet, uh, I really, I really appreciate the mechanics, and I, I like the open world status. Like it's very, very much open world. It's like here, have some adventures. Here's the storyline, but you don't have to follow it, which I love. That's nice. I love that yeah. in single the player games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. I'm actually going to kind of follow a lead with you. I had Witcher 3 on my list, but I had an alternative just in case you went there. <laughs> and my... You Predictable. Know, we think, right. We think alike a lot of the times. Just saying. We, we really do. And so my number three is actually going to be very similar, but it's a little... I want to say a little bit older than Witcher, and that's Dragon Age. Mm, yeah, let's see. I... Mm. I can't do squad-based. I can't yeah. do squad-based. That's one of the mechanics it's, that just kills it. Right. And that's one of the things that kind of has for me, too. But I know there's, like, a really cool political thing going oh, on. This, and yeah. the story is really cool. Story and I appreciate amazing. that. Because, I mean, that's something I love in general with games. And that's what keeps me playing a game. Like, mm-hmm. the mechanics can be fine and fun. I'll, but unless I get hooked in the first like 20 minutes yeah. of the game, I tend to put it down. I'll be honest. And that's just the reality Dragon Age, of it. The very first Dragon Age was the probably one of the ones, the few ones that I paid. I, I think I played nearly three quarters of the game. And it was because mm-hmm. of the story. Like, yeah. that story was amazing. And actually um, Infermage, uh, Josh, he's a mm-hmm. huge Dragon Age. If you ever want to geek yeah. out about Dragon Age, mention it to Josh and he will just, I mean, he, he loves talking. Like, uh, he's actually started, uh, he does a lot of D&D stuff on tabletop down in uh, his mm-hmm. his home or where he lives now. And he has actually started finding artists to commission to do character portraits for his characters in the tarot style that Dragon Age kind of has. Oh, nice. So he has, yeah. like, all these portraits of his characters that he plays, like, his main characters that he plays. He does, he has... Uh, commissioned a couple of them to be done in that tarot uh deck style and they're really like it's really cool like the story the art and everything about dragon age is really amazing literally i can't stand the 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 reliance on squad based stuff i i just i any it's mass effect is the same thing I, i can't can't do it my brain doesn't like for some reason my brain does not understand that process of allocation right I, I mean, I get it. It's just Mass Effect I had a hard time with towards, and I'm thinking the latest Mass Effect, and I've heard uh, from people Adromeda? that, it's, com- mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. it's completely different than any other Mass Effect, so yes. not to judge the series based off of that. Yeah. Um, and I've, yeah, I've heard, I mean, I've even heard mixed things on Andromeda, like, you know, I think... You know, to kind of get into what we'll be talking about in the in the actual episode, but I think with that part of the the failure there wasn't on the developers as much as it was on the community overhyping stuff. Very mm-hmm. very similar to No Man's oh, Sky, yeah. like you know, or Anthem, or Anthem, yeah, or I mean, I mean, any any major AAA title, it, it runs the risk of of uh, overhype because I think Andromeda, Absolutely. like, it wasn't. I, I don't know. I've heard I've heard mixed like now that it's been out for what a year. I've heard two there's years. still good sto- mm-hmm. like good story aspects to it, and that there's some really interesting interpersonal relationships that yeah. happen in the game world. It's just it never really resonated as far as the mechanics because I did not understand what I was supposed to be doing. There wasn't right. a whole lot of linear aspects to it, which is fine. Like that kind of gameplay is like Skyrim and Elder Scrolls and just any number of games anymore that are that first person or single person type gameplay. Mm-hmm. I just never really got hooked into that as much as I have some other titles. 
Well, and and actually that kind of is a segue into my number two, because I think that's okay. that's also the interesting thing that we, you know, we were kind of mentioning too is the story, right? For me, right. if the mechanics are so bad that the get in the way of me getting involved in the story, I, I can't, like, I'm like, I want to enjoy you. <laughs> like, I want yeah. to have fun, but you are, you are getting in the way of yourself. Um, yep. But that's actually, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is my number two. Um, I love Horizon Zero Dawn. And it's mostly because I really like the universe that Horizon Zero Dawn exists in. It seems like it's really kind of a, from what I've read, um, and I remember when we talked to, I think it was Potato that we had on when we were talking that mm-hmm. for our extra lore. Um, my understanding of what like that whole universe is doing, the game mechanics seem very similar to Assassin's Creed, which I absolutely yes. love. Um I, I think like and I, I mean literally the only reason I haven't played it is because I don't own a PlayStation. Uh, that's so that's... I have a funny, cute story about Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh no! So I work I work at a shoe store now, and I work with a variety of peoples because we we do a lot of more high end, um, not high end shoes, but high end service. So we do a lot of fitting. We talk about um, foot health and stuff like that, and there is a gentleman who has worked there for years. His name is Tom. He's probably in his 70s at this point, and he's never played video games in his entire life. But he picked up a PlayStation because he wanted to increase his dexterity. Mm -hmm. And the first game he chose to play was Horizon Zero Dawn. And for the last couple of weeks, for the entire month of January, essentially, (laughs) and a little bit of of December, because he got it back in December, Mm -hmm. he has been reporting to me every Saturday, because I only work with him on Saturdays, how he's doing. And he finished the game last weekend. Nice! So he's actually, yeah, for somebody who's never played the game at all, period. Did he enjoy it? He's yeah, I mean, I, he I'm loved assuming it. He's he getting did, ready to, but... Yeah, he, he's getting ready to go into, like, the Iceborne section mm, of it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's really, like, he's gained a new appreciation. He's always been, like, a sports fan, like a football fan, uh, okay. but he never understood the as- aspect of video games and, and right. anything like that, and it's been uh, fun teaching him about the medium. Yeah, the, the other one that he might appreciate, I don't know, I'm assuming it's on PlayStation, I am terrible at PlayStation titles. He, uh, Tomb Raider, you, the new Tomb Raider oh, series. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh god, the he revamp actually, of the Tomb Raider series has been, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing what he has to say about the next game because I know he's going to play Red Dead Redemption next. <laughs> that is that is the next one. Uh, is he playing up. the first one or the second one? The second one. The, the second one, one that okay. just came out. So Grand Theft Auto horse or Grand Theft yes. horse. Red De- Red Dead was one of the games that I got for like free uh, back like when I can't remember what how I got it, but I got it on the Xbox, and I just remember. I, I just, the only I thing can't. I remember from that game is first off, it was just, I play I when I get into like the Grand Theft style games, I just immediately am like, oh, there's the main storyline. Well, there's a right degree turn away from that. I'm just going to go down something right, else. Right, and that's fine. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Just... And, and they completely embrace it in Red Dead. But <laughs> there's a there's a thing that, like, you can... I can't remember how you unlock it, but you can get a horse that literally has rainbows shooting out of its butt while oh it runs. And I got it, and I'm like, I oh. swear to you, I probably spent like an hour just running around the map giggling because... <laughs> 
because this horse is literally just, just it's like neon cat or scion cat it's, it's exactly oh like my God. i think it's like death like it's like the skeleton horse too it's like it's oh a, it's Lord. just like oh my god that's ridiculous but amazing i just i'm like I'm you gonna... mentioned dta5 oh yeah i haven't so, gotten i i can't play gta like i, I have I like GTA Five. I played that was one of my first games once I got uh, Xbox when I was teaching. Is that a that's couple years ago. the most recent one, right? Yes, they're getting supposedly they're getting ready to release a sixth one, but we'll see. They've just been doing updates to it for the, like the last well, ten years. Yeah. It feels like, but well, because uh, they have the, uh, that's the one that's online now. If, yes. Yeah. No. There, my number two is actually, sim, I would say, semi-similar concept in some respects, where at least with some of the missions, and I, it's Watchdog. Mm. I like the idea of the hacker game. I've never played it, but I've always kind of been interested in it. Uh, Watchdog is, so we got to be, we were, I think the year that I got to go to E3 was the year that it was either Watchdog or Watchdog Two. I can't remember. But they were doing the demo, and we actually got into the Ubisoft Ubi Lounge, and mm-hmm. so we got to hang out with the developers while they were showing the demo, and it was yeah. like, oh my god! Like that was one of the few things that I was like, because oh, it was it was the same year that they were doing For Honor, so we got to watch the developer uh, talk about the combat sequencing uh, for the con- uh, for For Honor, which was really cool too. But they were talking yeah. about like um, it was it's it's I want to say it's Watch Dogs too. But it was like the the whole thing that they were walking us through was the was one of the first levels, and he was explaining like all the mechanics of like how you can like the dev- the uh, decision paths that you can take, mm-hmm. and it was just like I mean he's like you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, you can do that, you can do this, you can hack this and make that happen, and it, like it was just like I'm like Jesus. <laughs> Right, I miss that kind of game design. I think oh. it's really neat to be able to have such a manipulative. You should try out uh, Dusex. Dusex. Yeah, uh, I've been told that it's um, it's exactly like that. It's it's and uh, since you're on PlayStation, you could also do um, Detroit New Human or mm-hmm. uh, is it New Human? Yeah, I know which one you're talking. That's about. the that one is entirely, uh, nearly entirely based around decisions. Uh, okay. which is really it's it's got some and uh for detroit there's some really really cool uh fan fiction actually because everyone gets really attached to the the character that they run because you are put into so many like very serious decision points that you have to make um okay. you actually like there's a large number of people who have gotten really attached to their character because they've gone through like traumatic events with them interesting I, I remember my very first PlayStation game was uh, Beyond Two Souls, and I bought it specifically because of how pretty the game was. Mm-hmm. Like, not going to lie, I bought a PlayStation to play Beyond Two Souls because of how beautiful the graphics were on it. It's just Detroit, uh, whatever, the new that human, was, uh, Beyond Human. Right? Hmm? Wasn't Quantic? I do not remember the I don't remember the developer. I wish I did. It was a really cool story too. Detroit Become Human. Thank you, Pens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's uh, that's the same developer that did. Uh, that's the yeah. That's the same developer that did Heavy Rain and uh, Detroit. Okay. Yeah. Just really pretty, well designed. Mm-hmm. 
they kind have, of they creepy have a, because they're mm-hmm. just so close. To, I mean, it's just that it hits that point right before the what is it called? The psychological point where it becomes too close to actually human. That oh, it makes like you the feel creepy. It's bit yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. I know what you're talking about, I but I just blanked on it. it. I did too. Uh chat yes those are both games the founders of quantic was uh david cage uh david cage and i think it's i don't know how to pronounce his name but guillaume de fundamir i believe is what it is but quantic uh quantic dream is the developer for both beyond two souls and detroit become human nice all right, Blue, what's your number one? Uh, my number one, like I, I kind of mentioned this before we started recording, my number one is actually kind of a cheat uh, because I refuse to let myself play any of these, but it's most of MMORPGs. Um, the reason I let I refuse to let myself play them is because I know myself. Uh, I wouldn't talk to anybody because I would be, obs- I'd just get, I'd get obsessed with them. Um, because my personality, once I find like a something I like, you know, we were, we were kind of also kind of talking about this. Like I, I start when I focus in on something, pretty much everything stops for me outside of those things, which makes like what I do for uh, my job really admit it's a very good skill to have, but it's also dangerous because I can like, I can literally lose time if I'm working on something that I'm really focused on. Uh, and MMORPGs are dangerous for people like that uh because is there a particular one uh the one that i mean the one that immediately comes to mind of course is world of warcraft um i i i played the rts version of warcraft i know that's like nothing like world of warcraft um Mm -hmm. the other one that i tried i i did try i think it's uh knights of the old republic um i I mean yeah i wasn't wasn't blown away by it uh so i was able to kind of i dabbled in that one the other ones that i would like to that i would like to play but i won't let myself are the elder scrolls online and uh oh god elder (sighs) i had such a hard time with elder scrolls online like i like elder scrolls the story arcs that they are telling from the elder soul or elder scrolls online is fascinating like the the animation videos and the story arcs that they're telling are really cool. When I look at the gameplay, I'm like, I just, I think, again, the mechanics would get in the way for me. Um, I also feel like I'm dragged out of the immersion aspect yes. of it whenever I see other people in the same freaking area with me yeah. that are not part that's, of my... Just, that's kind of my problem with MMOs in general is because I, I yeah, I, I mean, I'm right there with you. Um, the other one that I've always heard really high you know respect for is everquest i never got into it um okay but i know i know many people who like swear up and down on that that game uh and who have had very good memories of it so i mean like it's it's just one of those things where it's like mmos are one of those things that it's like the it's like the ivory tower for not even ivory tower it's like the the thing that's like i'm like i really shouldn't touch that with a 50 foot pole but i really really want to it's your kryptonite. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, this is something that is really never going to happen <laughs> because if it does, I'm going to get in lots of trouble. Your wife is not going <laughs> to. My like wife you. will kill me. Yeah, 
And you know, luckily, I I started out as such a huge like MMO type player, but mm-hmm. I've moved and I've discovered that I enjoy the social interactions that you can get with the online type games. But there's still, I don't know, there's still part of me who likes to push through a story by myself. You mean for like uh, like Destiny, like first person, yeah. like PvP-esque, or well not PvP, but like, because I mean like MMOs are online, but it's not as cooperative as like the, Destiny's such a hard don't... thing to to jaunt, like limit into a genre, because I know technically a lot of people lump Destiny into an MMO right. light, but yeah, no. Which in some cases it really is, but at the same time, I can still go into a mission by yourself and not yeah, and not see anybody and actually have oh, the immersion okay. of beating yeah. the mission by itself. Yeah. Whereas if I go into like Elder Scrolls Online, the model has completely shifted to the point where I don't get to I don't get to do that ever. There's nothing I don't think uh, none of the missions that I ever played where I can actually just enjoy being in the world by itself because i Mm. i I like escapism so i like because like diablo 3 has that functionality but you can turn it off yeah like you can play through diablo 3 completely solo or you can i i want to say i know that you can join other of your friends because my brother and i do that but um i think you can actually turn it on where your world is open to other people too but that's that's yeah. an entirely like you can you can toggle that on and off, which is actually why I, I Diablo is one of those games that's very dangerous for me because it's uh, <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna just go hack and slash and I'm like oh look four hours have gone by. Diablo is one of those weird games that I my sister has actually played because my sister's mm-hmm. not necessarily a gamer, so it's I don't know it's, it's really weird because it's got a very low uh, entry bar. Uh, it's actually yeah. one of the reasons it's it's actually why I like Path of Exile. Uh, the reason I don't play Path of Exile anymore is because I don't I'm not a fan of the seasonal resets, uh, which is Diablo three's kind of gone that way too. Uh, mm-hmm. But like I love Path like Path of Exile's story, I love it. Love Path of Exile's story. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, I got I got done with the Path of Exile and I was like, all right, let's do this. And then the next season rolled on. They're like, you get to start over. And I'm like, yeah, I get to what now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't get to play the whole same story. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I enjoyed that. But I mean, it's a free to play game, so it's not true. I mean, I, I got well for the zero dollars that I paid for it. I got plenty of entertainment for it. But my number one is going to kind of be one of those things that I don't know, I kind of want to play it but I also don't think I ever will and I, I know that's not necessarily the topic that we're doing no, I, mean, that's, but I mean that's pretty much what my like, number ones are yeah, it's just it's one of those things, it's a gaming franchise that is well known it's always been around, it's one of those things like everybody should play it because there's so many references back to it <laughs> try to and guess which one you're going with <laughs> It well, it's um, I blame Beard if that gives you any hint. <laughs> it's not near. It's not near Automata. Well, although that yeah, one almost would, made you would my lose list. your yeah, you would lose your mind if you played yeah, yeah. near near sucks up your brain and soul as well as your time. But it's, uh, 
Yeah. It's Final Fantasy. Yeah. Any of the Final Fantasies. And it's mainly because when Beard talked about the story of it, or when we talked about the story of it, it was just such a massively mm-hmm. complicated thing that it just, it's I'm interested enough to actually put up with it. And that's mm-hmm. kind of a weird thing to say, but... I don't know if I actually will because I know there's so many games now. And I know everyone's just like, just play 7. You're fine with 7, I right? hated 7. That's what that's what they're remaking. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. No. Again, going back to, I don't like squad squad games. Like, yeah. And Final Fantasy, that's like one of the core components to it. That's actually why I liked Final Fantasy Tactics was because okay. Tactics was, uh, was a true... It was a true turn-based, like... Um, art. It was like a simple version of an RTS because you had like you had units, but it was like uh, um, army tactics. Like it wasn't like right. it wasn't like your like, real time. You have four people and you like have to Exxon. keep spells and blah blah. And I'm like, I, that's my brain. Like I play games to shut my brain down. I don't play games to enhance brain activity, um, which is weird to say sometimes. But like. I like being able to focus in and be like, you know, I know that this is going to do this and this and this. Um, and Final Fantasy Tactics, like, give give Final Fantasy Tactics a try if you if you have time. You can get them on uh, mobile devices now. It's actually, I think I I have mine on Final Tan- uh, Tactics Advanced is on Game Boy Advance, so I know they have a. I'm sure they have an emulator out there for it. But I, I never really, tried any of the Game Boy games. I really enjoyed Final Fantasy Tactics, and I I'm one of the I'm one of the very I guess few people that I can't stand Final Fantasy games because of the mechanics, not because of the story. The story is very fascinating. Uh, it's a little cliche in some areas, but um, but the the mechanics just constantly got in the way of me enjoying what was going on. Yeah, but the All story right, for so... Tactics is oh. That that story is simply amazing. What's on your also rand list? Uh, Destiny. Yeah, Destiny, I figured that Destiny was going to show up just as a kind of a funny. Yeah, Destiny Two is one of those reality. games that I really would like to play sometime. I've heard that it's really good. Um, you think? Okay, those of you listening, <laughs> you think he's joking? <laughs> I haven't. But I don't think I've turned my Xbox on in like three weeks. <laughs> There's also a a deal that Blue and I made last year around this oh, time yeah, yeah. that I would be the one to focus on the gameplay and he would be the one I'm to like, focus on I don't the tech have space. Time. <laughs> yeah. So uh well, yeah, I, you know, I, get it. I know I know a lot of people have weighed in on that, but I mean like the whole thing that Destiny's doing with the season and the whole like FOMO. I'm like mm-hmm. to me like I'm I am arguably more and more secure in my my ability to admit that i'm a very casual gamer um so like that whole pro- that model just to me it's like okay like I'll, I'll get on and i'll play the campaign that they that they release but like i'm like eh. and i'm also yeah, I'm, I'm also terrible because i never paid attention to meta like i have the loadout that i've had since d2 launched Really, and it's and changed I... so drastically recently. Like, there's been a lot of shifts in the meta. Right, right. They upped sidearms. They've done a lot of different things with. Uh, but I mean, like, I still have my nameless recently. midnight. 
Yeah. Like I still and run with still my original. Scouts oh yeah, yeah. Right. But I mean, but that that's but like even when they weren't viable, I was the one that was still because like because I just like I I that's just I like I said I don't like playing games that I have to constantly be like all right what's you know what's this 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 I'm like I don't play that way I play games to just like to relax and to have a, you know just have fun uh, which is why I do a lot of like solo playthroughs of or solo right. games and stuff like that um and like i'm never i've never been a big like i can hold my own in pvp but i've never been like a huge pvp person so mm-hmm. like it's like okay all right cool whatever uh you still do circles around me and halo well that and and so i i still attribute that to the fact that halo was the game that i pretty much grew up playing like like the mentality that you have, like the mentality you have to have with Halo, as far as like knowledge of maps and knowledge of mechanics of movement and stuff, is mm-hmm. completely different than with you know, pr- I mean, it, it. It's like any other game. It's completely different from every other thing out there. Um, and so, like you know, growing up playing Halo, we all. Everyone who I grew up with who played Halo has the same like understanding of like, hey, you can do this or this or that, and and yeah, right. and Pins is talking about like the weapons, the weapons don't really matter the same way that they do in Destiny because the damage output like my if I have a BR or a battle rifle and a person opposed me has a battle rifle, even though they might look different because they have different skins the 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 real in in a pvp situation they're going to be the same like it's it's right, literally map knowledge and hit, yeah yeah it's the competitive style of gameplay yeah whereas that. with destiny they have this really weird synergy between pve and pvp and they don't they don't segregate the balancing uh so it's like you have different iterations in you know in the same thing and so there's like that that's where the meta is so much more important in destiny um right and they also and don't have that's like why... the... oh go for it go for it i think that's why destiny probably will never have an esports following no. i mean it's the it... it's the blessing and the curse uh yeah. your your pvp is always going to be interesting but it's also always going to be air quotes i say this gently broken uh, because there's always going to be some combination well, that outplays other combinations. Do you remember back at the beginning of D2 how PvP was at all? Did you ever play PvP I didn't, back then? Uh, I mean, like, yes, but I don't, I mean, I, I don't remember it being, like, super different than anything else so, for Destiny. Beginning like, of Destiny D2. PvP has always been kind of like a, all right, <laughs> let's get this over with. Yeah. I, I mean, I. Dang, that's rough. I, well, I mean, um, I mean, that's like that's yeah. why Gambit was so bad for me was because I was like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> you would I've think got, I've got, I've got, I've got better. I've gotten better. Like, I've got okay, Gambit. Good. Gambit. I actually like. I think it was you and uh, Ninja. Uh, uh, Ninja hates you. Uh, when mm-hmm. I was with Jesus, uh, was at GuardianCon last year when you guys Jamie. were talking, and mm-hmm. you guys talked to me, and they're like, "No, do this," and I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." I'm like, yeah. and then as soon as I started doing that, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is like it actually kind of clicked." Um, yeah. The okay, so back in the beginning of D two, they actually really balanced 
out the weapons. It's like they there was no no major outliers. Everything was really equal, and people hated it. They hated it, and for as much complaining and whining that you hear people do about the metas and about the shifts, some of the best times that people have had in the game is abusing something like Wait, the, um, yeah, yeah, and that's the, but that's the, the thing is like that's the, the double edged sword, right? Essentially, right? But that's like that's why. Mm-hmm. Destiny is kind. I mean, I hate to call it a casual shooter game, but in some respects, oh, no, it is. Yeah, I would compared to like Halo or COD, where everything's regulated highly, well, or even and, Overwatch. Yeah, it, well, and the funny thing is, is like in Halo, like the reason why, the reason why I don't get like super salty about Destiny PvP is because if you go over to Halo, you have the crazy shenanigan playlist. Like you have Griff Ball, you have Rock and Rails, you have. Uh, super fiesta like i mean and those are some of the funniest places to play like i mean just like and it's it's all unbalanced like it's just everything is like griff ball is absolutely bonkers um we have i know one person who's played a game of gift ball that didn't die and and we still don't really understand how he did it um we still think he cheated but we're not really sure about that but like um but like so like but those but then the thing is is also you have like SWAT you have you know the the three v three or the two v two like the the very regulated ones so you have like that balance going on so you have both of them whereas in Destiny it's kind of like I think so many people are so used to well and the other thing is like when you have curated roles people have significantly more in, investment it seems like in their items. So like mm-hmm. the god role, air quote god role, I don't even know what Luna's howl or uh, what's what's the other one? De- um, better is it better devils or do mm-hmm. is it? Do, I can't whatever the other the other like really big hand cannon that was there for a while. Duke was there. Yeah, the Duke, better devils was there. The Spare Duke rations was, is still there. Spare rations is the well anyway, but like you know the one the uh, when you have those air quote god role ones. See, like in Halo, that that was never a situation because we you don't have roles on weapons. Like you right. pick up a gun and that's the gun. Whereas, like in Destiny, you can spend hours on hours creating, basically creating these guns through the RNG process, and then to go into a PvP match and be like, "Yeah, that's the same as the other one that this guy spent thirty seconds on." I can see the frustration there, but the the catch twenty two is exactly kind of what you're saying is like. If you if you're gonna if you're gonna want your gun to be better than the gun that has the same name, mm-hmm. it's gonna be broken. Like the, the by the end of itself, it's gonna be broken. Right. I don't know. It's just interesting to. I like I like the Destiny model. I know I really would love to have an esports thing, but I know it's not gonna happen in this game. I love watching Overwatch esports. I I enjoy watching Halo esports. Mm-hmm. I don't like COD for some reason. I just never got into that uh, scene. But yeah, um, I don't blame you. That could be because of a variety of reasons, namely the fact that I very first time I was on there, I had people cursing at me. Oh, yeah. and the toxicity in that just, is just ridiculous. Yeah, 
It was weird. It was my brother's account because I had never played it before. I never played a shooter. My brother handed me the controller and I went, okay. And then I was like, here, take that back. So, um. Sorry, pins. Super Fiesta. Where you go having an yeah. answer in Norfang to a plasma pistol. God, this stupid <laughs> game mode. You never learn a gun. Like, you never have a gun in long other enough news, to learn what it does. The best way to trigger green. I hate. Oh my god, I freaking hate that game type. And it's what you always want to play when we play together. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do also rants for me before I get way too triggered about that. Um, Bioshocks. Yes. I started playing Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock is free to play right now on PlayStation. Oh, is it? Oh, so, yeah, yes. dude. Yes, and it's the whole collection, so you uh, get the, all the games. You with have that, to play at nice. least the first one. I like it's, someday. It, it, it I might be. It. I haven't played it in a long time, so it might be clunky. But the story for the first one is just ah, oh, it's so good. Like, like I, the other the others are good, but man, bio the first Bioshock is still out of that entire series is my favorite one. It really just, it really is just because it was such a cool game. I got really frustrated with infinite, which is the one Bioshock game I have played that that's it was the inc- most recent one, right? The one up in the sky. That the, yeah. That's the, yeah. Uh, the kind mm-hmm. of the steampunk version. I got really frustrated with it just because of a variety of reasons. It was kind of that mixture of a shooter as well as this adventure game. And I hadn't had any real experience with that kind of thing but you still had to modify all your stuff at the same time. So it was just, I just didn't give it too much time to really practice it, I guess, rather than anything else. Uh, Beyond that, The Last of Us I'd like to play someday, just because I know that story is really intense, and again, it's a really pretty game. Yes. I've watched the cutscenes for that one. That's got some, some feelings. Oh yeah, and Last of Us Two is coming out soon, or if it's not already out, it's. I know it's one of those ones that are coming really, really close. Um, a funny one. I had a friend who had a PSP when I was in college, and he let me borrow it a few times. And the game he had on it was called Patapon, which is the stupidest little game where it's a rhythm-based game where you have to push buttons to the beat in certain combinations and your little troops will go off and fight other patapons and you get little things and it's like G-gee! and it's the dumbest thing ever but it's so addicting I'm looking this up <laughs> it's so dumb but it's so funny yeah p-a-t-a-p-o-n patapon oh my gosh okay patapon patapon then- four yeah, Patapon 2 is the one that you can get on PlayStation right now. <laughs> this, um, looks, it's, this looks hilarious. It's fun. It's actually, a, it's, and it, it's, a, it's similar to another one of my games that I want to play is Beat Saber. I don't have a VR oh, system, yeah. and Beat Saber looks like a ton of fun. I had, on Xbox, I mean? had the We play Kinect. it every time we go into the Infinite Forest. I hate you. Um... <laughs> Now I can't get that out of my head. You're a jerk. But, uh, yeah, uh, Chocolate Shark in chat is talking about having it on her PSP. It's a great little game. It's addicting. It's a nice little time killer. 
the the graphics look pretty like pretty funny or not fun like they yeah. like, they look entertaining like it's like really colorful mm-hmm. yeah it's it's kid safe it's kid friendly it's one of those games that is just a rhythm based game kind of like uh, how guitar hero used to be or mm-hmm. rock band and stuff like that but it's very simplified which is a lot of fun to to just kind of chip away at uh, then I mentioned Beat Saber, Panapon. The one that I'm looking forward to coming out, though, is a game that I kind of stumbled across while digging through PlayStation. It's called Dreams. And this is literally a platform for creation, is what it is. And it's it's a... Um, let me see who it's by. Uh, Media Molecule. Creators of Little Big Planet and Tearaway. Mm-hmm. So they made this game platform that allows you to do composition like you did like in um, Mario Paint if you remember way oh, back on like, Super Nintendo okay. you can do compositions you can create your own games on it you can draw you can sculpt you can paint you can do all sorts of different things in this game because it's literally just a sandbox game there's no yeah this reminds me it. of uh, Project Spark on uh, yeah. Xbox it's very similar very similar to that, but it, it's really kind of neat looking as far as like the the trailer that they've given and the concept. So I'm really looking forward to having something that gives me the chance to just have a forge essentially and play mm-hmm. around in in the VR setting or in the video game setting. Did yeah, you have any others on your also rands? Um, I mean, there's tons of games. Yeah, there are. There's like uh. There's a few indie like Greedfall. Uh, I want to like, I don't know. Like the thing that my biggest thing is like you know again time and and mm-hmm. my sense my air quote sensitivity there uh, towards mechanics. Like I've gotten to the point where I'm like I just want to know the story in the games. <laughs> like I'm like yeah. I really want to know what's going on in this world. Like I I just want to know the world building aspects. I don't really care about the challenge. Like I'm like eh, whatever. Um, like I just tell me tell me more about this and tell me more about that. Um, you know, like uh, Plague Tales. Uh, I think it's Plague Tales Innocence looks fascinating. Also looks aggravating as hell because it's okay. very it's very um, it's. I'm not going to say it's on the level of Dark Souls, but it seems like it's very like that type of Dark Souls Punishing. light. Uh, if you mess up, you basically have to start over. Um, like, and but but it's also it's the story basically of like two kid two siblings who have to survive the Black Death. And like they're they're trying to like you're trying to get away from the rats and you know it's it's a fascinating fascinating looking game, um, and I don't know how much of a story like there's the the Cthulhu game that came out I think last year that looks really really interesting. Um, I mean, actually, that being said, Dark Souls Dark Souls has a fascinating lore. Uh, the problem with Dark Souls yeah. lore is you have to actually play the game to get to it. Like there is no, mm-hmm. there's nothing outside of the game other than what's been discovered in the game. But, um, but yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. That's my. That's where I am now. It's like just, just uh, give me, give me the, give me the game world. Like I just want, I just want to be able to explore the game world. I want to, you know, just look at that. So, which is probably why yeah. I do a good job on. Or why I fit so well with the podcast? <laughs> because I that's, mean, yeah, you I'm would a, think yeah. we like stories yeah, or yeah. something. Mm, mm. Speaking of that, novel. <laughs> yeah, should we start wrapping up a little bit yeah. so we can move on to, to so we some can of talk the other about things? the other stuff? 
the other stuff that we're going to talk about that's not actually games like stories we're talking about tonight that are other things because we're doing the first week of the month thing Mm -hmm. food what okay we could talk about food (laughs) i like food all right thank you guys as always for joining us uh it's a lot of fun to do these kind of things so just if you ever have any feedback about these episodes or if you enjoy them if you don't enjoy them things you like dislike whatever if you want to just say hi hit us up in discord twitter just you know you can find us we're out there we're hanging around a little bit i may be a little bit more on twitter than blue is but you know just hit us up and, you know, I guess we have the outro of Everybody Loves a List. <laughs>